Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 5, titled Clark's Place. Uh, okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lot to discuss here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we got the proverbial walls really starting to close in around Martha. The Martha situation growing more and more volatile with every single second. So, this episode freaking begins with... Clark, quote-unquote, finally showing up after a couple days of not talking to her at all. Like the deadbeat husband that he is, and then Martha being like, Hey, where you been, asshole? I got problems here. I I got Gad figuring out that someone's been making unauthorized copies. A couple episodes ago, I I got Adderholt asking me out last episode and giving me this whole interrogation about my love life and whatever. I'm freaking out, man! (laughs) I'm freaking out! What should I do about this? And this on its own is enough to make Philip concerned. This on its own is enough to raise some red flags of, okay, maybe we got a problem. And as if that's not enough, uh, Stan and Adderholt, uh, meet and confer their findings, and are like, yeah, I mean, this could be nothing, but it's also enough of something that maybe it is a deal, so... We should probably keep following her. So Stan and Adderholt are fully following Martha. And at one point, when Clark is waiting for Martha at his apartment, uh, Hans, who is making sure she's not being followed, following Martha to make sure she's not being followed, uh, sees a car that looks familiar, and of course that car ends up being Adderholtz, and Hans just hurriedly calls Clark and is like, hey, uh, there's someone following you, get out, (laughs) and so you have, like, this very tense several seconds where it's just like, okay, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, escape, 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 and he's just, like, dashing out of the building, while Martha's going up to the apartment, and then Martha comes up to an empty apartment and is like, okay, what's happening? So then, not only do you have a kerfuffle of Martha trying to contact Clark, and by the way, uh, Philip gives Martha the number for that phone hub deal. 
uh, contacting that woman who contacts them all the time with, like, these coded messages and stuff. Uh, he basically gives her that number and is like, call me here, and uh, the, a lady will answer, but she'll get the message to me. So there's a whole deal with Martha calling from a payphone, uh, talking to this one lady who's like, he'll call you at this payphone in an hour, and then there's like a conversation of the payphones between Philip and Martha, uh, sorry, between Clark, quote-unquote, and Martha. And Clark's like, hey, uh, I love you, I'll, I'll talk to you Tuesday, and Martha's like, hey, F off, you asshole! Tell me you love me on Tuesday. Like, you need to be there. If you're not going to see me now, you need to see me the next time we're supposed to see each other. So not only is that whole relationship volatile at the moment, but also, like, the combination of those other two factors and the possible surveillance has uh, sent Philip and Elizabeth into straight-up emergency mode. So, quite possibly... Philip and Elizabeth are going to have to do something about the whole Martha situation in the next couple episodes. Uh, quite possibly, that's about to blow up. So, yeah, keep uh, <laughs> keep holding your breath on that one. Uh, we also got some stuff happening on the Pastor Tim front. Philip and Elizabeth uh, go in to talk to Tim and Alice, and they're starting to work him. Uh, they have a conversation with him. They bring in this El Salvador priest to talk about the good work they do, uh, evacuating uh, parishioners and all that. And Tim and Alice seem sort of convinced by this, like, okay, you do good work. Maybe we're not on the same proverbial side, but, you know, you might have good intentions here. That's enough for me. Sort of nudging him in the right direction, and then, like, immediately after this conversation, they drop the priest off, and <laughs> Philip and Elizabeth <laughs> have this conversation of, like, is he really a priest? No idea. <laughs> so, like, they did not help this guy at all. Turns out he's just some dude that, uh, that they use to sell the idea of they're not dangerous people to Pastor Tim. Uh, also, they kind of push Paige to apologize to Pastor Tim to sort of maintain that bond uh, in in an effort to work him, giving him that incentive, that incentive of a relationship with Paige to not say anything. So, they sit down and Paige is like talking about how uh, all the adults think they know what's best for her, but then they just do what they want. And, like, she's extremely frustrated and confused. Like, clearly, Paige continuing to spiral out of control and not handling this well, which I don't think anyone expected her to handle this well, but still. Uh, so that's calming down... Question mark? Uh, we're in a very uneasy place. Like, it's not fully danger mode, but it's still, like, kind of a gray area at this point. So, 
Uh, we'll continue to dive into that going forward. Uh, we also have Oleg just having his life suck. So, in addition to going to his brother's funeral, which, oh my god, that scene is heartbreaking. That scene is so phenomenal. Like, seeing everyone just standing over Oleg's brother's grave and the, the mother just bawling her eyes out because she lost her son and, uh, her and the father and Oleg, like, throwing clumps of dirt on the coffin as you do. Uh, Oleg hugging, uh, his brother's friend, crying, uh, the father shooting a gun into the air. Uh, it's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful, gut-wrenching scene. But as if that wasn't enough, uh, Oleg now gets the news of Nina's death. His father's like, okay, look, I, I tried, but, uh, she dead. And at this moment, Oleg just kinda takes this out a bit on his father, like, uh, he couldn't help her. Couldn't help my brother, either. And then he, his father just loses his shit at that moment, like, hey, asshole, You have no idea what this is like for me. I fought and lost brothers in this war with the Nazis years ago. Now my son has died in a war that we can't even really celebrate. We can't even really acknowledge as this heroic death. It's just like some average man's funeral and okay, you're going to America to your special favors and all that crap. Not what I fought for, not what your brother died for. You shut up, you ungrateful jackass. Like just, he lights into him in this moment. Uh, and it's a really, really uh, phenomenal monologue that he goes on. Uh, but then, after the funeral, Oleg, of course, returns to America. Uh, and basically goes on this tour of telling everyone Nina's dead. Uh, he goes to Arcady and is like, hey, uh, Nina's dead. And Arcady just goes to the victim-blaming stance of, like, she had so many chances to change. And, like, the, the, she threw it all away. Uh, he goes to Stan and is like, hey, Nina's dead. And Stan just has this moment of, like, disbelief almost like shock and disbelief where he's just like it's hard for it to sink in as it probably would be in that situation like you see this woman last time you saw her she went to prison and then next time you hear from her she's freaking dead like that's not something where it's just like hits you immediately it's just like you could see Stan sort of like the gears turning in his head like, oh my god, this is real. This is happening. God damn. Uh, and they sort of have this moment in the car of just collective mourning. Like Stan and Oleg who were at each other's throats uh, a bunch of times. Basically having this shared moment of like, yeah, this is... This is a really shitty thing that happened. 
like this woman we both loved was put in prison. We did all that stuff to try and save her. Uh, we rooted out that defector double agent. And now, after all that, she's just dead. Uh, it's this really powerful, very subtle moment. Uh, but all that Nina's death post-mortem uh, is great. Uh, we got some other minor stuff as well. Uh, Henry is staying over at Stan's a lot, playing trivia with Matthew. Uh, and that's, I guess, fun to watch. Uh, Philip finally apologizes to Stan for the whole seeing his wife behind his back thing. And it's kind of this nice little makeup moment. Like, it's a... It's a satisfying deal. Uh, and Philip handles it very maturely, actually. Like, he calls himself a wimp and then stands like, you're an asshole. And Philip's like, okay. I think wimp would suffice. <laughs> and, and, like, handles this in a very calm manner. Handles this in a very uh, mature manner. Which is nice to see. Uh, also, in this moment, uh, Stan leaves the house with Philip behind him, and Philip, quote-unquote, meets Adderholt, even though he's kind of known Adderholt uh, for a bit, had his eye on him for a while, and Elizabeth identifies him as, like, the guy she fought with way back in beginning season three with that Afghan group list deal. So they're basically taking this moment to identify Adderholt as, like, a genuine threat. Uh, also, Elizabeth hangs out with this makeup lady more, and they swap family stories, which is a nice, fun time. Elizabeth clearly en enjoying herself still there. Uh, also, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up, uh, they make the best soundtrack choice of this entire series so far. With Queen and David Bowie's Under Pressure. I love that song so much. It's great. I forgot it was included in any episode of The Americans. It's perfect. No need to go down that rabbit hole any further. It's awesome. It, I, I love... I love seeing it synced up with American shit. Uh, so yeah... That's all a deal. Uh, all of uh, these storylines on Americans continuing to chug along on a solid pace. And, uh, man, <laughs> you have no idea what we're in for over the next several episodes. Because I'm telling you, it's about to kick off. It is about to kick off. Uh, if you like this... Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show, Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. 
Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 6. Talk to you then.